Sarah Longfield is an American musician whose new album Disparity is out now. Sarah, thank you so much for talking to me. Yeah, thanks for having me. When do you start playing musical instruments? Um, I think I started taking piano lessons when I was eight, and then I took up guitar, um, but I'm self-taught with guitar when I was 12, I think, 12 or 13. Um, well, I did marching percussion, so I was doing that, and then I, I took up drum set and cello, so. What was it about um, guitar in particular, you know, that being sort of your main instrument you know, for, you're known for? What was it that sort of stuck with you? Um... I felt like that was the first instrument that I'd tried where I, I, I didn't see like an ending to it. You know, I, I wasn't, you could kind of go wherever you wanted with it or do whatever you wanted with it because there were so many different ways to play the guitar and to make music with it. It wasn't as strict or um, I guess demanding in the same way that classical music was like on piano or violin. I kind of saw, you know, if I pursued that where I would end up, I mean, you know, you can do whatever, but when you're a kid, you don't really have, like, you don't really see, you know, like, violin players doing, like, you know, rock music or piano players. You just saw, like, oh, well, they joined an orchestra, and I didn't really want to do that. I wanted to make weird music, and the first time I heard weird music was on guitar, so, yeah. Why, when, when did you kind of gravitate to greater than six-string guitars? Well, that was pretty quick, but it wasn't because of any musical influence i was just at, i was just i used to hang out at the guitar store all the time and they had a, they got a seven string in one day and i was i was like i was so stoked i thought it was a mistake <laughs> i was like why does this one have seven and they're like oh some guitars just have seven strings and then so yep i saved up and got that one and then when i found out they made eight strings it was kind of the same thing i was like oh cool eight's like a way better number than seven so i'll give that one a, a go so what was it about the extra strings that um sort of made you, rather than just see it as a, as a novelty, kind of become your instrument of choice? Well, I I think I kind of thought about it like a piano. You know how they have, like, you know, smaller pianos all the way up to 88-key pianos? And I was like, well, why wouldn't I want a bigger piano? So it was kind of like that with guitar. It was just more notes, more options, and I wanted to play stuff fast with a lot of notes when I was really young, so that kind of just made me more able to do that. You mentioned uh, getting influenced by weird music. What, what kind of music helped you form the, the your musical landscape for the, the material you write? Well, I'd say now I'm influenced by a lot more electronic music. I guess when I was starting to play guitar, I was learning a lot of metal. So, like, you know, of course, like, the, the seven and eight string, like, lended well to playing metal. So I was super into like tech death and necrophagist and stuff. But as I got older, I kind of, I don't know, it, it was easy to shred. It was super easy to shred and, and play riffs and stuff, but it was way harder for me to like write melodies and I don't know, stuff that felt more meaningful to me. So I kind of tried to listen to like more pop music and more electronic music and see if I could find a way to blend the two in a way that felt good for me, I suppose. Mm, no, yeah, that, that's sort of definitely noticeable from, um, uh, on Eric onwards, uh, and then you sort of yeah. blend the two, especially with the, the last two albums. What was it? That, was there a particular band or, or, or musical project that you're like, oh, uh, I, I'm seeing something I didn't previously before, or was there a change in the kind of the way you thought about music that allowed that influence to come in? What, what was it that kind of made you incorporate a, gr- a greater set of influences? Well, I think I started seeing um, other people branching out 
um, because like the first time that I started to see a little bit of success with what I was doing was obviously it was like guitar oriented, you know? So I was like, Oh no, (laughs) no one's going to like anything I do if I don't put guitar in it because that's all I'm known for. So as soon as I started seeing some of the people that I looked up to, you know, slowing their music down a little bit or incorporating a little bit more singing, um, it kind of like, you know, gave me the go ahead, like the, okay, this is going to be totally chill. You know, if, if you branch out a little bit, you're not going to be like, you know, condemned for trying to do something that isn't super metal. Um, and that, that was like, I don't know, I think that was like 2013, 2014 when I first started to see it. And I found some other artists that were doing like electronic music mixed with guitar stuff. Like there's an artist called the flashbulb and his live show involves like guitar stuff. And, um, I guess like another electronic artist, Bonobo, I saw his live show and he had a guitar player and a bass player and a singer. And so it's cool. So I don't know. I just, yeah, I saw other people doing it and I was like, I can totally do that and it'll be fine.
where would you kind of start wanting to, like, so you can be a musician and just, like, chill in your house. There's no obligation to put stuff out there. But when do you decide, hey, I actually want to release stuff? Like, I want to put, you know, just content out there. Right. Um, I think I always wanted to release stuff. I think there was, like, two two people in my life at the time when I was younger that kind of motivated me to take it a step beyond. Um, cause I, I'd written music, but until I met Keith Merrow, it was all just like stuff I made in guitar pro or like electronic music I programmed. And he was like, well, I'll teach you how to record your own music. And I was like, sick. <laughs> like I'd never thought about like, you know, I was always too intimidated by like the DAW interface and like the layout and stuff. So he kind of, you know, sat me down and showed me the basics. And then I kind of went from there just learning how to record my own music, which really freed me up. And then um, a guy named Steve Joe, who worked at Century Media at the time, sent me an email and he was like, why don't you play your music live? And I was like, oh, that's a great idea. (laughs) I've never thought about doing that. So then I kind of found some people to help me play my music live, which I learned a ton from and that kind of helped my music grow. And yeah, so that was cool. You've put like a lot of covers out there i think that's sort of where you started on youtube putting some covers out there why did you sort of start with that why did i start with that yeah um i don't know i mean i guess i saw a couple um i saw a couple other girl guitar players when i was really young i was like 13 youtube had just started to become a thing and I saw them playing Lamb of God covers, but they were playing like the rhythm parts. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I can play the lead parts. I should do that. And then so I made a couple videos and and they went over pretty well. I, I got to meet um, the human abstract when I was like pretty young because I covered one of their songs. And then I kind of fell out of out of like love with YouTube because it didn't feel real. I kind of wanted to make my own music and no one really cared about that. <laughs> so I was like, eh, I'll just stop. But then uh, I met Rob Scallon. And he kind of like reignited my my love for making videos, I guess, even covers, because it's like it helps you grow an audience. And in this day and age, that can be kind of hard because there's so many people trying to do the same thing. So, yeah, then I I don't know. I've stuck with it a bit. But Mm, Rob Rob Scallon, uh, definitely someone doing something, not necessarily the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Totally different from exactly what I'm trying to do, but super nice guy, super inspirational, and uh, he taught me a lot about YouTube, for sure. And, and sort of one last area of inquiry before we start talking about the latest album. Mm-hmm. One, one really interesting progression in your music is the addition of, of vocals. I, I find that yeah. really interesting because a lot of times I'm talking to bands, I'm like, why are you an instrumental band? And then they have like, oh, either we've got a specific musical reason or we've got, um, often they, they can't sing and then they just develop this kind of very instrumental based music, but you can sing. Mm-hmm. So, so why, why did you start adding vocals at a particular point in time in your music? Um, so like for a really long time, I've, I've always written like indie rock music where I sing and everything is sad and <laughs> it felt super separate from the stuff people know me for because I didn't want to put it out there because I'm kind of embarrassed about my singing because it's not that good um but I think I felt like something was always missing from my music and I honestly don't listen to instrumental music I know that sounds terrible because like I made it for so long but I just don't really like it (laughs) so I was like oh man I should probably make something I like to listen to so I wanted to bring vocals in to kind of like tie it all in and to challenge myself because 
I don't want to make anything too easy or too comfortable. Otherwise it gets kind of boring. So now I'm scared again <laughs> to play live with the singing. So we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a, bit, a little bit about disparity. When do you start working on it? Um, that This record was weird because it, it took me longer than any of my other ones. And it was super all over the place. I started writing it. I would say I was on tour in Europe like a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago at this point. And I was writing like weird electronic stuff on the bus. And then it just kind of turned into part of the album, honestly. And then, I don't know, I was just doing so much traveling. So I was writing a lot on the road and then I would bring it back home and try to like add guitar to it and and polish it off and finish it. And then nothing, none of the songs really like went together I felt like so I hated it for a really long time (laughs) and then I I just kind of tried to force it to be something it wasn't and then I gave up and I was like this is just going to be a weird collection of all the crazy shit that's happened over the past year and my album's going to be just messy like my life so (laughs) that was kind of how that went. Did you have a certain uh, approach to, to writing music? Um I just force myself to do it. Um, like if I'm in a creative rut, which I kind of, I fell into last winter. Um, I just kind of sit down and and keep writing and writing and writing and writing and writing until I get something that works for me. And I write like all the parts at the same time. Like I'll write the guitar and the bass and the vocals and the drums and the synth, like I'll write them in chunks until I finish the song and then I'll rearrange it and re-record it. And so I just keep doing that. I have like 4,000 songs that are just dead. (laughs) They're just in my graveyard of things I decided not to use so that I could get something that I sort of liked, I guess. And writing, um, so like, as you were mentioning on the the bus, writing electronic music, is that kind of a different approach than writing uh, sort of more guitar-focused music, or at least uh, music that's more focused on guitar in its initial stages? Yeah, uh, definitely. I think when I sit down and I just try to write electronic music, I don't have as much of a formula for it because I don't really have any plan to go anywhere with it. Um, and when I sit down with a guitar, I kind of, I find myself falling into like patterns with things that I'm still trying to break out of. Cause as soon as I try to incorporate guitar into anything, I go back to, you know, the shapes I'm comfortable with and the structures I'm comfortable with. So yeah, I think it's, it's totally different, but I like blending the two. So Thank you. 